Chapter twenty eight of The Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life by George Herbert. The Parson in Contempt. The Country Parson knows well that both for the general ignominy which is cast upon his profession, and much more for those rules which out of his choice's judgment he hath resolved to observe, and which are described in this book, he must be despised, because this hath been the portion of God his master, and of God's saints his brethren, and this is foretold, that it shall be so still, until things be no more. Nevertheless, according to the Apostle's rule, he endeavors that none shall despise him, especially in his own parish he suffers it not, to his utmost power, for that where contempt is, there is no room for instruction. This he procured, first, by his holy and unblameable life, which carries a reverence with it, even above contempt. Secondly, by a courteous carriage and a winning behavior. He that will be respected, must respect, doing kindness, but receiving none, at least of those who are apt to despise. For this argues a height and eminency of mind, which is not easily despised, except it degenerate to pride. Thirdly, by a bold and impartial reproof, even of the best in the parish, which occasion requires, for this may produce hatred in those that are reproved, but never contempt, either in them or others. Lastly, if the contempt shall proceed so far as to do anything punishable by law, as contempt is apt to do if it be not thwarted, the parson, having a due respect both to the person and to the cause, referreth the whole matter to the examination and punishment of those which are in authority. That so, this sentence lighting upon one, the example may reach to all. But if the contempt be not punishable by law, or being so the parson think it in his discretion either unfit or bootless to contend, then, when any despises him, he takes it either in a humble way, saying nothing at all, or else in a slighting way, shewing that reproaches touch him no more than a stone throw against heaven, where he is and lives, or in a sad way, grieved at his own and others' sins, which continuously break God's laws, and dishonor him with those mouths which he continually fills and feeds, or else, in a doctrinal way, saying to the contemner, Alas, why do you this? You hurt yourself, not me. He that throws a stone at another hits himself. And so, between gentle reasoning and pitying, he overcomes the evil, or lastly, in a triumphant way, being glad and joyful that he is made conformable to his master, 
and being in the world as he was hath this undoubted pledge of his salvation these are the five shields wherewith the godly receive the darts of the wicked leaving anger and retorting and revenge to the children of the world whom another's ill masters and leadeth captive without any resistance even in resistance to the same destruction for while they resist the person that reviles they resist not the evil which takes hold of them and is far the worse enemy End of chapter twenty eight the parson in contempt